You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. One day trades. Three cents a share. That's three dollars. You cheap. And one plays scratch offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Total request Thursday. You pick the song, we'll play it. Send request plus four text line at 410583. 1057, Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw's on the other side of the glass. We'll hear from him later on in the hour. Orioles taking on the Pirates this afternoon down in Sarasota. Here to talk about that, the lineup, and all that good stuff. Covers the birds of Baltimore for the Baltimore Sun. He's on the WGK Law guest hotline. Let's welcome back to the show, Matt Wyrick. Matt, good morning. What's going on, my friend? Morning, fellas. How we doing? Doing all right. Uh, looks like Ryan Mountcastle, who was in the starting lineup, got scratched. Tyler Nevin going to get the call there at first base. Any idea why this happened? Not to make any big deals out of anything, but you do have to ask why the guy go from being in the lineup an hour ago to being out of the lineup an hour ago. Yeah. Honestly, we don't know. We talked to Brandon Hyde not even 10 minutes before the uh, – changes made i was on my way back over the press box when the tweet came through so uh we won't know until after the game uh what's up with mount castle but the fact that he was in the lineup and then out of it tells you it's probably not too serious but don't want to speculate too much right now now looking at your ex used to be twitter you make a great great observation here and you know i guess it's a byproduct of you know two teams that were pretty bad for a while but four Number one overall picks are going to be on the field. Skeens for Pittsburgh against Holiday. Henry Davis was 2021. Got called up last year. And, of course, Adley Rutschman. Plus, you got Heston Kerstad, number two. Nick Gonzalez was number seven back in 2020. So there's a lot of young talent here on the field. The Orioles have seemed to cultivate theirs pretty well. But what about the Pirates? I mean, they have some good young players. They're locking up some guys. But they seem to be still like a notch or two below the Orioles at this stage of rebuilds. Yeah, i definitely say it's taken the Pirates a little bit longer than they would have liked uh, to turn in a competitive team. I mean, they got off to a nice start last year, and a big part of that was a lot of the young players that they've brought up not just from the draft but also international signees O'Neal Cruz uh, is a big part of their future as well uh, but they weren't able to hold on to it O'Neal Cruz uh, suffered a pretty big ankle injury and missed most of the season so they're looking to ho- to build off of the success they had early on last year and see if they can kind of keep it rolling but yeah like you said this uh these number one picks all in the field at the same time definitely a byproduct of 
a couple of teams that were tanking alongside each other and basically handing off the number one overall spot uh, for a couple of years there. All right, Matt, let's get to yesterday's game. Two guys in particular, the offensive studs, Ramona Rios. He had a homer, three ribbies. Colton Kowser, a second homer of the spring and their chances of making the team. I mean, Kowser is one of their top prospects. Arias is two years removed from winning a gold glove, his utility. I mean, he could literally play all four infield positions. I mean, was is Arias in a better spot to make the team than Kowser was? Is Kowser still kind of behind because Kerstad is assumed to be ahead of him in the pecking order? What about the spring for both and their chances of coming north here on March 28th? Yeah, obviously both are, are firmly in the mix for spots right now. Um, you know, with the infield, uh, them bringing in Colton Wong uh, on a minor league deal yesterday, I can't imagine that's great news for Ramona Rios' chances of making the team. Uh, Wong only really plays second base, uh, which is notable that that's the position Jackson Holiday has been playing this spring. Um, but with his gold glove passed, I'm, I'm certain he'd be able to move around if needed. Um, so I, I would, that's something I'd keep an eye on for Arias's chances. There's a lot of guys competing there. And then for the outfield, I wouldn't say it's, it's necessarily a 1v1 uh, for a roster spot with, between Colton Kowser and Heston Kerstad. Both could make the team and neither could make the team. I think all options are on the table at this point. But Kowser has been the more impressive of the two thus far. Two home runs, including a walk-off uh, in their Grapefruit League opener. So he's been impressive at the plate, certainly hitting the ball hard. Uh, being more aggressive in the strike zone, which was a big point of emphasis for him last year, was just uh, a little too passive at the plate. You know, walks are certainly a part of his game, and he's going to get on base via bases on balls. But for him to be a successful major leaguer, the Orioles want him to be a little bit more aggressive, and he showed that so far. Now, last year, Matt, you know, we saw Yanir Cano come out of nowhere, make the all-star team, and do great things for the Orioles in 2023. Give us a scouting report earlier on Wandison Charles, who apparently throws the ball 200 miles an hour. Yeah, he's a big guy, and uh, he throws like it. He, he's already been lighting up the radar gun, throwing 98-99, and uh, you know, some reports are that he's able to hit up the triple digits up to 102 uh, in bullpen sessions. So I don't think we've even seen in a game yet uh, just how hard Wanderson Charles can throw. Uh, he's a project at this point for sure. I would imagine that he's going to begin the, the, the season down in the minor leagues, but somebody who I think could factor into this bullpen rotation. Uh, you know, we, we've seen them shuttle guys back and forth between Norfolk and Baltimore all season last year, and I expect that to continue and, and Charles to be part of that mix. So very interested to see how his stuff will play. Obviously, how he develops the breaking ball to, to pair with his uh, dynamic fastball will be key for his success. But uh, looking forward to seeing how that kind of turns out as the season goes on. Matt Wyrick covers the Orioles for the Baltimore Sunbirds, taking on the Pirates today, 105 down in Sarasota. Jackson Holiday leading off. Finally got off the schneid a couple of days ago with his first knock of the spring. But defensively at second base, how has this been working so far? And are the Orioles satisfied with the way he's handled that bag? Yeah, they, they seem pretty impressed about with so far. I mean, being a natural shortstop, it's certainly uh, a position that you can pick up relatively quickly. And, you know, the big knock on, on Holiday's profile, if you can really even call it a knock, uh, is his arm is, is not as strong as maybe you'd want for your starting shortstop. So uh, I think that as far as his fit at second base, that certainly makes sense uh, with the shorter throw there. So it uh, hasn't really been tested, in my opinion, uh, as far as having to make tough plays at second base. He's, he did uh, tag out a runner. Uh, pairing up with Adley to, to throw out a guy on a nice play in the opener. Um, so it was good to see them have an immediate rapport there. But uh, I think it's something where we're just going to have to wait and see uh, as he gets more settled in and, and gets maybe some more challenging plays up the middle. Hey, Matt, with uh, 
of the projected guys that are going to make the team projected. Now, it seems like everybody is playing well. Is there anybody that is in that group that they're disappointed in thus far? Um, you know, I think that Grayson Rodriguez in his first start, not to say that it was necessarily a bad outing. He only gave up one run in two innings, but Brandon Hyde did talk about how he really wasn't able to put hitters away and, and felt like he was coming out with uh, some, some poor command and wanted to see him, you know, go out there and, and maybe be a little bit more close to the strike zone with two counts. He was getting into a lot of deep counts uh, and having to, you know, really fight off to get that last pitch. So uh, I think it's only one start and obviously it's still very early in spring, but, you know, I think with the command last year with Grayson, we saw that in big starts and big moments, he could be a little bit over aggressive and lose his command on his fastball a little bit. So that's something that he has to learn uh, to navigate as he becomes more comfortable at the big league level. Could that have been a byproduct, Matt, of him working that two seamer into the equation a little bit a couple of days ago? He did say he was going up there and just trying to rip it. So I, I absolutely think that was part of it though. I do think it's notable that he was throwing it more early in counts, and as far as putting away guys, was going to the breaking balls more, and that's where Hyde was a little bit less pleased with the command. So it did seem like the fastball actually played pretty well, and uh, talking to Grayson uh, over this past week about the two-seamer, he seems very excited about it and thinks it'll be a dynamic weapon, particularly against right-handed hitters. So giving a little bit more run on that fastball, I think I think he's pretty pleased with where it's at right now. Still tinkering with it a little bit. The grip is not where it's going to be by opening day, but uh, he's getting there. Matt Wyrick, Baltimore Sun, covers the Orioles' last thing. Brian Baker, did we forget about him prematurely as he had two Ks, got himself out of a jam there, created by Dean Kramer or other or Heasley as well, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, he, he uh, certainly has proven to be able to fill a lot of different roles out of the bullpen, and mop-up duty is one of them. And, uh, you know, that's, that's always a tough spot. And I think those are exactly the type of situations that Brandon Hyde wants to simulate here in spring training, you know, because that's what those guys are going to be facing uh, in, in the regular season, and it's hard to get those exact spots. So, you know, with Kramer uh, starting off the game, loading the bases with no outs, you know, that's not necessarily what you want to see, but it does uh, give him some reps uh, pitching out of the stretch and having to be a little bit more perfect. Well, you know, he's got to get his work in, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, Matt Wyrick, Baltimore's son, Orioles taking on the Pirates. Matt, we appreciate your time. Enjoy the game today. We'll talk to you soon. No problem, guys. Appreciate it. There's Matt Wyrick, everybody. Talking about the Birds of Baltimore, it is Paul Skeens, the number one pick last year. He's going to be facing Jackson Holiday, the number one pick two years ago. First batter in the game for the Orioles. We got the whip around coming up next. We go back to Combine Talk around 1.30, and then Mr. Electricity joins us at 11.45. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That's Nolan McGraw, fun out. Vinny and Hades with... Brought to you by Fox Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan the whip around here on this total request thursday we talked about this in the first segment of the show we talked about it with damon evans in the last hour men's college basketball maryland loses to northwestern 68 61 nick martinelli who averaged eight points a game going into the game he had 27 so he was doing some damage in this one maryland probably the storyteller of the game the season Two for 22 from three. That's 9%. I mean, they've been one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the country all year long, and it was really in full effect last night on 105.7 The Fan and on Big Ten Network. If you watch the game, Jameer Young did have 24 for Maryland, but 15 and 14, 7 and 11 in the Big Ten. Right now, they are the 11th seed. They have Indiana coming up. On Sunday, Indiana right now at 15 and 13, 7 and 10. They are the 10th seed. There is still a chance, Nolan, because you looked at this more closely than I did, that if Maryland beats Indiana, Penn State, they could move into the 8-9 line. Yeah, more to do with, uh, obviously, the teams ahead of them, Penn State and Indiana. Those are their two remaining opponents. Mm -hmm. Those two teams, their remaining schedule, they're not going to be favored or likely not going to be favored against their opponents as well. Okay, so you're saying there's a chance. They need help. Lloyd Christmas style. But if they handle their business, again, where you never want to be in any sport is relying on other teams to help you because of the quandary you have put yourself in. And Maryland is certainly in a quandary right now. Big 10 last night, number 13, Illinois beat Minnesota. 105-97. There was a top 25 matchup in the SEC. Number four, Tennessee beat number 11, Auburn, 92-84. Locally, Navy beat Lafayette, 62-58. And it was Bucknell over the Greyhounds, 68-46. Been a long year for the old Loyola team over there at Evergreen. We're going to give you the updated Orioles lineup here because Ryan Mountcastle was scratched as we just talked about here with Matt Wyrick, so stay tuned for that. NBA last night on a Wednesday, it was Indiana, 123-114 over New Orleans. Two good teams right there. Jalen Smith, Maryland, Mount St. Joe, Baltimore. 
He had 9.7 boards and assists and a block. Pascal Siakam, been a nice addition, understatement, 24-11-5 in that one. And then it was Dallas against Toronto. Two teams playing really good basketball. And how about a future Hall of Famer celebrating his birthday in style? Luka, tough defense by Olenek. Really crowded him after he picked up the dribble. Found an outlet in Washington. Back to Doncic. Fade away. Oh, my goodness. Got the dad bod, but he's got that killer game. How about a 25-year-old 30-point triple-double? For Luka Doncic, as the Mavs win 136-125, Emmanuel quickly, Baltimore, John Carroll, Kentucky, 25-8, or excuse me, 28 points, five of boards, nine assists, two steals, so he was filling the old stat sheet. It was Minnesota, 110-101 over Memphis, Santi Aldama, Loyola Greyhound, he had 11 points, five boards, an assist, two steals, two blocks, the Ant-Man. He had 34 for the T-Wolves. How about Denver? 117-96 over Sacramento. Red Velvet coming in strong with four points aboard and two assists. This was a mismatch. Alex Len, number, he was the fifth overall pick in the draft. Almost 10, over 10 years ago. Alex Len, four points, two boards, two steals, two blocks. And Nikola Jokic, who was a second-round pick. Multiple-time MVP. He had himself another triple-double as well. Doing some zany things in that regard. It's the Whipper Out video at Haney. 105.7 The Fed on this date in sports history. Now, let's be honest. February 29th only comes around every four years. Right. So, a lot of March 1st stuff took place. But there were some Maryland uh, milestones that took place on this day. For instance, semifinals. Of the ACC tournament, 1980, down in Greensboro, seventh-ranked Maryland, and the ACC regular season champs beat Clemson, 91-85. Terps were up 16 at halftime, but Clemson, who would, by the way, wind up going to the Elite Eight that year, Larry Dance. There's a familiar name for you. Maryland wins 91-85. Albert King, in all of his ACC Player of the Year brilliance, he had 38 points. Greg Manning getting out on the break with 26. And our buddy Ernie Graham, he had 11 points, 10 boards in this game as well. 1984, Cole Fieldhouse, 19th-ranked Maryland, eventual ACC tournament champs, beat NC State, defending national champs, 63-50. Adrian Branch had 18, 16 in the second half. Len Bias had a, a 10 along with Ben Coleman. And old Herman Veal, he had 11 as Maryland beat NC State on this Wednesday back in 1984. That's the whip because, again, nothing really going on in uh, February 29th historically. Not just locally. I was just looking. Anything happen? Did anything happen on February 29th aside from people who celebrate birthdays? Yeah. <laughs> and you only, like, do you, like, age, like, really? Like, if you're born, I, I, I can't do the math. Like, hey, I'm 10, but I was born in 1960. <laughs> so, no, it's not how it works. <laughs> Orioles line up today against the Pirates. Updated because Ryan Mountcastle was scratched. Corbin Burns, by the way, is the, on the hill for the Orioles. We've got uh, Jackson Holiday at second base, leading off Adley Rushman behind the plate. Has to curse that right field. James McCann is your DH. Kobe Mayo. He is at uh, third base. Kyle Stowers in left field. Jorge Mateo. Georgie is at shortstop. Tyler Nevins at first. Ryan McKenna is in left. And then we got uh, Corbin Burns on the hill. Also tossing the old baseball. Keegan Aiken. Danny Coulomb. 
Craig Kimbrell, Nolan, there's some good news there. He's uh, overcoming it, looks like. A little tightness, you know, Perez got rocked in his last one. Jacob Webb, among others, will keep you up to date on the score as the game starts at 105. Orioles taking on the Pirates. It's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7. The fan will come back, get to the combine. Any questions for Vinny about what you're watching? It's Dean Lyman, linebackers working out today. Ravens have a bunch of needs to fill. I mean, they're strong in a couple of areas, but need some holes. We got to fill some holes. Combine, how do you start filling holes on this weekend? Taking sports to a whole new level. 1057 The Fan. You know, I think sometimes people get really caught up on the, the number of sacks that people get. We prefer to look at pressures and disruptions and the ability that they affect the game. And Adafe's probably one of the hardest working players we have on our defense. He's got a great motor. All right, we're talking about Adape Owe there. That's Eric DaCosta, first-round pick, a couple years back out of Penn State, three years now into the league, 13 sacks with Jadavian Clowney, Kyle Van Noy hitting free agency, David Ajabo coming back from a knee injury, an area of need, and a real one is a pass rusher, outside linebacker, whatever. I don't know what the new fancy name they call him now, but it is what it is. But, okay, you're excited about Adape Owe, and – I'd like to see him get 13 sacks alone in 2024. But right now, Vinny, the track record says that does not appear to be a realistic goal. No. He's it's a got goal, but a, an achievement. Let's just rephrase it there. 13 sacks. You know, whereas, like, when we talked about Matabike coming out, thought he had, you know, the quickness and the explosiveness and stuff to get to the quarterback. I just thought that they, they played a run first defense at Texas A&M and he has showed progress every year you know whereas oh what progress what is he five three five right I think over his three years in sacks and zero in college so I mean where where's the hope there I, I mean to me when you're talking about pressures and stuff you're mentioning that because he's not getting sacks you know I mean bottom line uh, uh, you know well he's 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 getting close. I mean, close counts in horseshoes and hand grenades or whatever, you know. But um, you get paid for sacks. You make Pro Bowl teams because of sacks. You're well thought of as a pass rusher because of sacks. Clowney had his best year ever, and you know, because of why nine and a half, or ten and a half really with the playoffs too. Ten and a half sacks. Van Hoy had nine sacks. You know, so it's about. It, the Ravens are number one in sacks. It's not where are they in hurries. I, I have no clue where they are in hurries, Bob. They're number number one. There's not a stat, you know, that keeps. Well, they're number one in hurries. Yeah, okay, that's cool. No, I mean you say that because he doesn't have any sacks. That's the problem. I mean, you can hurry the quarterback, but he can still get rid of the ball and make a play. Yeah. I mean, if you sack him, the whistle blows, and there's a, a negative yardage factor going in here but I guess my point is listening to Eric DaCosta and knowing the free agent issues they have and the uncertainty with David Ajabo again coming back from an injury they're watching what today with potential draft picks to give you an idea of what we're looking at here Mel Kuyper Jr. Baltimore Calvert Hall ESPN his top outside linebackers Dallas Turner Alabama Mm -hmm. Latui Latou UCLA. UCLA. Chop Robinson. 
Penn State, started at Maryland from the DMV. Braylon Trice, Washington, Chris Braswell, Alabama, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you're sitting at 30, and Mel's mock draft, Chop Robinson goes the pick after the Ravens take Kamari Lasseter, a cornerback. The so other area of need yeah. in your eyes right now. They're both. Oh, I there. think it's extremely just because a Jabo is he going to be healthy? And if you don't have a Jabo and you got away with the career high five sacks, what do you got when you've just given away uh, twenty sacks with your two one year guys? You know, so that that is e- extreme concern to me. Now, Bob. Um, the Penn State kid, the, the former Maryland kid. Job Robinson. Yeah, Robinson. All right, if he goes to the combine and and he measures 6'3 and change, Bob, and um, 255, and he runs 4'4, he ain't making it to 30, Bob. Just with them, and he verticals 35, 36, something like that. And he show and because and, here's what they do with pass rushers too, Bob, is, is you know, and his 10 is like off the charts, 1'4 something. What they'll do is they'll line up the pass rushers at the line of scrimmage, and then they have to rush to the quarterback, and it's like 10 yards on how fast that they – because you got to bend the corner, you know, how fast they can bend and get to that spot where the quarterback would be standing, and you get a time there. Like a 1-5-something is outstanding. 1-4-9 is great. So if he blows it away – he won't be around at 30, Bob. All right, here we go. Pro football reference. So I'm at Adape Owe. We'll start with what hurries. Is that what he said? Yeah. Owe's rookie year. Quarterback hurries. In 15 games, he had uh, 12. Okay. Five sacks. Uh, Yes. 2022. He had eight. Eight with three sacks. This year. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Two thousand twenty-three hurries again. This is by way of uh, Pro Football Reference, and there are the nerd stats times right. a bazillion. Right, quarterback hurries two, 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 and five sacks. Now pressures, a little pressure here. Okay, no pressure. Dun, 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 What's dun, the dun, difference dun, dun. between hurries and pressure? I don't know, man. <laughs> Well, I don't only know that when I got to go to the bathroom before we get to the commercial. <laughs> 2012, 
Pressures. Uh-huh. Rookie year. 27. 27 pressures. 2022. At 16. This year. When they're real happy, he had 15. Quarterback knockdowns. Rookie year. At 10. At four last year. And then the completed season just passed eight. So, okay. Hey, rookie year, 27 pressures and 12 hurries. Bring it on. Here's the difference. He's regressed every year since then. Exactly. I was just going to say the difference between he and Matabike. Matabike is, look up Matabike's, Bob. And and let's let's just kind of cross-reference his to see. Because sure. I think he's gotten better every year. We're How do you always, spell Matabike? M- M-A-D. I U B E K E or something. I just got to the Justice uh Justin M. Let's see. Advanced Nerd Stats. Uh where are we? Oh, come on, babe. Uh yeah, we're gonna have to wait till the next Okay. Segment, but but uh, the thing on. that we're saying is is you know, Eric's pumping up Oway, but when you really look at the numbers, it's gone the other way. Oh, here we go. Got it. All right, we were looking at here. 2020. Ooh. Was rookie year, played 10 games, started three. Got one sack, two pressures, one quarterback knockdown, no hurries, et cetera, et cetera. So he gets a pass, no pun intended. 2021, played 15 games, 11 starts. He had two sacks. He had, let's see, hurries two, knockdowns three, pressures seven. All right, 22. And if memory serves, Nolan can get in here. I believe most of this damage was happening in the second half of the season. Yeah, they started out slow. Yeah, he had four hurries, three knockdowns, 13 pressures, five and a half sacks. This year, where he went full on pro ball. 13, 13 sacks, as we said. 13 sacks, yes. He had three hurries, 16 quarterback knockdowns, 33 pressures. 33. 33. So he's so going- when he got to the quarterback, he got to the quarterback. Jesus criminy. I mean, 7, 13, 33. Two, five and a half, 13. I mean... When we're looking at Oway, 27, 16, 15, 5, 3, 5. You know, I mean, and we talked about it. Matabike's progression is that kid's getting better. And, and why would you expect him? I mean, I don't anticipate 13 sacks, Bob, but if he can match the other numbers or just be close to the other numbers, you know, he's going to be perennial pro bowler. Uh, that that's Those are the kind of stats you're looking for. Oway's. As your pass rusher, no. Yeah, one's on the ascend, the other's on the descend. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fed. Nolan, we have time for a call. Let's do it. Let's get out to the phone. Sports at 583-1057. News from the Nets coming up at 12. Talk more about that. Brian Wacker covers the Ravens for the Baltimore Sun at 12.30. So stay tuned in at 12.15. Hopefully we're counting some cash. Let's go get Ray in Baltimore. Ray, what's up? What's going on, fellas? How you doing, bud? What's going on, man? You, you, wonderful, man. Yeah, y'all know I'm excited for what's going on. 
And um, I'm going to make a bold prediction because, you know, to add something to my Jack Daniels yeah. that is already there. You'll be so drinking for dad, free on me my, forever, it sounds Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. My dad is pressing me about it, you know what I mean, because he's, he, he's anticipating that Jack Daniels as well. He can't wait till I get it. Whenever you're ready, but, dude, just let me know. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm in Virginia now, man, but I'm going I'm to definitely uh, make it back up and get it. But what I will say, um, if the Orioles don't win at least 98 games this year, it's only going to be because of an injury. It's only going to be because of some unforeseen circumstances. They are pumping up the Yankees, but I'm telling you this right now. Look out. I'm a big Heston Kerstad guy. Everybody accused me of having a Santander, and you accused me of having a Kyle Stowers crush. I, I still believe in Kyle Stowers, <laughs> but it is what it is. And, but it, this is a good problem. And Vinny, um, you, you can speak to it as a GM, as a exec. You want to have good problems in having a, a deep lineup. And I know y'all have to get to a break, but I'm just going to say this as I hang up the phone. The Orioles are going to win the East again. I'm not buying into the 93-win Yankees hype. They're going to win it again. And look out for Heston Kerstad. If he gets his chance and opportunity, Brandon Hyde, and don't play around with the lineup, if he, if he gets his chance, I'm telling you, at least 20 home runs, Eddie RBI. That's all I got to say. All right, Ray. Thank you, and have fun in Virginia. Next hour, we'll get to these Pakoda projections, Ray, if you're listening. And you said 98. Mm-hmm. Pakoda says, not so fast, my friend. We'll come back, get to the funhouse, take your phone calls, news from the nest. Coming up at noon, Eric DaCosta likes pressures. Okay, uh, numbers say that, I don't know. Uh, there weren't any pressures there. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Total Request Thursday. Pick a song, we'll play it. Boys, you're back in town. Get your votes in Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up a couple of hours. Brian Wacker going to talk Ravens with him. Baltimore Sun coming up around 12.30. Let's count that cash. Hopefully at 12.15. We'll buy or sell news from the nest next. Orioles taking on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Bunch of former number one picks all over that field today in Sarasota. We'll get into the lineups. they give you the score. Before we get to the funhouse, let's get out to the phones. However, Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Mr. Electricity on the other side. Randallstown, it is Fax. Fax, thanks for holding. What is up? Ah, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I had two questions for you guys. So the first question is, um, with the renovations coming for the uh, MNC Bank Stadium, would that qualify us to host the Super Bowl? Maybe. And also, when you know, yeah. when they talk about Lamar comparisons, how come Steve McNair just gets left out of the conversation completely? And I'll listen to you respond. Thank you. All right, with the stadium, I think to if you're Baltimore, I don't think there's any way in hell they get it. You got to have a dome. Cold weather, man. Yeah. Didn't work in New York about 10 years ago. And I ago. think when Washington builds their new stadium, there'll be a dome to get a Super Bowl. Minnesota put a roof on their thing. Yep. It doesn't get any color there. Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. So whether it's fair or not, life's not fair as we all know. But, yeah, you're going to have to be a climate-controlled venue to get the old Super Bowl. Hey, Steve Nair is a brilliant player. Yep. MVP, helped lead the Ravens to a 13-3 record. Back in 2006, his passing was tragic and still mystifying all these years later. But to his point, yeah, he kind of does get forgotten for a guy who was probably one of the five, ten best quarterbacks for a nice five to eight year period there. Yeah, well, I think people Went think about Super him Bowl as Tennessee guy. Tennessee, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, 
but yeah, no, he was, he was, I just, he was like so big and thick. I, Bob, I remember going to see him in college, Alcorn State. I, it was, you know, going to those. Cannon arm. Yes. Big man and, and moved around pretty good for his size. Oh, he's very nimble. Yeah. But yeah, Steve McNair, I think, uh, yeah. We forget about him a little bit and had that. Uh, he was only here briefly, but one year was a glorious year, except for that playoff loss to the Colts. But anyway, let's get out to the phone. Sports at 583-1057. Cliff in White Marsh. Cliff, what's up? Yeah, thanks for taking the call. Uh, you know, Vinny, when you look at these uh, combines, yeah, it's all it's all a piece of the puzzle. But in my opinion, it's it's what the player's done in college. What You can actually see his him playing interviews with the coach mm-hmm. or, you know, discussions with the coach and interviews with the players. Yeah, you don't want a guy that runs 4-8 trying to compete against a guy that's running 4-4. It usually doesn't work out well. But I'm going to reference a guy that uh, I don't know if the Ravens made him a free agent pick or what or uh, uh, Matthew Judon or a late draft pick. Vinny, I think I told you, after he flashed a little bit with the Ravens, mm-hmm. a friend of mine worked out there at the castle, and he said Judon w- was relentless. He was, he was there every day. He was doing what he needed to do. He was fully engaged, whatever it took. And I think I told you back then that I think he's on the radar with the Ravens as really being a guy that they can win with. And, you know, you can't take less than the impact of what what is inside of a player's heart? Matthew Judon is still, I think, very productive, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, got, he got hurt this yeah. year. Adelius Thomas is another guy that comes to mind, is an undrafted guy, made, made big money playing the game. These guys that love to play the game, that's a variable that you just uh, can't overlook. And Any I'm sport. Interested. Any sport. Thank you. You know, yeah, Judon was a fifth round pick. Yeah, I mean, you look at all the guys that Elias drafted. The biggest thing they have, they love to play the game. They were all there ten days early. That's the thing is that the one of the biggest things is does he love to play? Because if he doesn't, he's not going to work hard. He's not going to do the things he needs to do to be great. Does he want to be great? All right, here's Judon real quick with the uh, Ravens. His biggest sack year was Eight and a half. Da, 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 nine and a half. Nine and a half. I got the stats right here, Vin. 2018, seven sacks. He had 36 pressures, 18 hurries, 10 quarterback knockdowns. And it was Dean Pease always said that, you know, he was there. Mm-hmm. Getting close. Nine and a half sacks in 19. The monster playoff year the Ravens had. He had, uh, let's see, 31 pressures. 17 quarterback knockdowns. 2020, his last year in Baltimore, he had six sacks, 32 pressures, 11 hurries, 15 quarterback knockdowns. So he was in that backfield. Right. And, and like, you compare him to Owe, it's not even close. You you can't say that everybody we've talked about, Owe is gone. Owe is the only one, Bob, that's gone backwards. 
in his three years. Yeah, Judon, his hard work in Baltimore got him a lot of money. Yes, it did. In New England. It's Vinny at Haiti, 1057. The fan will come back. News from the Nats, top of the hour. Buy or sell, 1215. Brian Wacker covers the Ravens for the Sun. Give you the Orioles lineup updated. Ryan Mountcastle got scratched. Still waiting to find out why. Tyler Nevin in place of him. Paul Skeens, last year's number one overall pick on the hill for Pittsburgh. Jackson Holiday, previous year's number one pick. He's on second base and leading off for the Orioles. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 